Hey, yo, 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 it's Hakeem, host of Raw and Uncut. What do we got over here, man? What we got, man? Hey, and got, once again, every now and then, drop in co-host Jay Roman. Hey, hey. Hey, I'm, I'm happy to be here today. Today is a blessed day. Uh, I, am a, I am a blessed man. Um, I consider that every day I wake up. Um, I'm a black man with a voice. Feels good to be able to uh, speak to an audience, man. For sure. I woke up breathing, too, and that's always a good start. <laughs> I dig it. Look here. Today, um, let, let's, let's, let me just go hard at this one. I'm going to get into this topic. Um, let me, before I get started, man, shout out to Quiet Leonard, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm always happy when a brother with cornrows um, <laughs> is a center of attention. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just a few years you ago, know? they was getting on Iverson for that, though. Yeah, but I'm, I'm happy a brother, man. This looked like he just... Go to the laundromat in the hood. You know what I mean? Just, you know, I mean, I appreciate the brother. Didn't follow, didn't wasn't a follower. You know, he and, and you know he, you know, his, his pops got murdered or something like, in 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 a car wash or something when he was young. Damn, I didn't know that. So I heard he keeps his cornrows based upon that because his pie size pops wore his hair. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. so that's respectable, right? But not only that, no, he just showed the world. Let's not follow another brother just because he got a little clout. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's go ahead and rock the other way, and and and, and that's that's kind of. Like going into what I'm gonna talk about today. Okay. Okay. So it's been on my mind. It's, it's been on my mind. So I, I want to say first and foremost, I got a lot of brothers that I do work with in this podcast game, and just all over my. You know, I'm 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 considering myself local successful, and what what I mean by that is, is I don't I don't I don't hurt for anything. You know, I may want a couple things here and there, but I I don't I don't hurt for anything. You know, what I mean, God has given me the ability to. Uh, work hard to uh, go out and get it in society. And uh, I use my mind. I'm around kids a lot, you know what I mean, gaming them up for the world. You know what I mean? Just just watch out for the kids that's been produced by, by Akeem. You know what I mean? <laughs> watch out. These kids are going to be special. But, but, but I, what I want to get into is I, I, I have a big issue with comments and things that people are saying in regards to black people and and how we work together. And not only work together, but you know, just it's it's almost like a one up type of mentality, crack crabs in the bucket kind of mentality that we gotta get rid of. Where's the first time you ever heard that statement that's saying crabs in the bucket? And who and who said it to you? Uh it was a coach actually when I was a kid, you know, um, I was one of these kids that I was about me and I wanted to look good, play good. And he always said, you know, you, you can't do nothing by yourself and you need to get a lot better in understanding that you have a team that supports you. And, you know, I, I was a defensive guy. So, but he said, look, the defensive line, for those who know football metaphors, the defensive line grabs the offensive lineman. The linebackers are getting held up, and you're coming to make a play after that. If those guys didn't do their job, then you're going to be blocked, and they're going to be running right past you. And, you know, I understood that. But he he always told me that other guys was better on the team. And I was and I used to always find a way, either in practice, hitting them, talking mess. And he said, man, you can't have the crab in the bucket mentality. You got to be happy for the people around you just as successful as you are. Like you you can't mentally go to war like that. You can't you can't go into life thinking that you gotta pull another brother down in order for you to get up. Right. right. So so I just remember that time in my life. You know what I mean? And that's why I said, fuck it, I'm going to box. You know what I mean? And I'll box for a while because it's an individual and I didn't need to I didn't need to I can talk mess to other people and, you know, 
But then it's, it's still yeah. <laughs> he was like, man, forget the team, forget thing, the team man. thing. Let you know what I mean? But 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 you know what though? It still resonated with me, and it, and it resonates me to me to me this day. You know, I'm my brother's keeper, and regardless of how I feel about it, I'm my brother's keeper. I was reading a book, and I, and this is not off topic. I was reading a book. It was Jay Prince. Um, Jay Prince got a book. I think it's called like um, the Art of the Art of Respect or something like that. I mean, it, it's a really good book where that. You know, it's a good read. Right. And in this book, he was basically talking about how he put together a group of friends, families, and people around him to create a network for him to be successful. And he did that by connecting with individuals who had this, that, and other. He bartered a lot. Um, you know, and then he, you know, he basically told them exactly what they wanted to hear in order for them to work with him. And then he ended up making it, doing things. You know, he was a uh, talk, uh, was it a uh, rap a lot? I don't know if you remember T London back in the day. Yeah. Well, he was the yeah, T. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, the owner yeah. of rap a lot. So he yeah, he, he was a creator that. Yeah. I used to bump. Yeah, so that. he took care of all them people that took care of him. Though, like he was a man of his word, and I. I look at that as being like something that I like, like that's me. You know what I mean? A man of my word. But the reason why I'm saying these things is because he found a network in order to do that. What I'm noticing is, is I, I look at comments on social media a lot. Right. Okay. So I, I, I'll be on Twitter or I'll be on um, Instagram. And, you know, sometimes I see people's posts and I don't, I don't necessarily push like and everything like that, you know, but I, I do just to see those people that's working for, successful thing I, i'll do something like that right you know just to show them that like i'm showing you love whatever it is whatever i can do to help you you know it's free and i look in the comments especially on twitter right and the blatant hate from people on twitter people in society and, I, and, and i'm not saying in a nutshell that's everybody but i even notice it in my daily life like parents raise their kids to be selfish. Not only physically selfish, meaning no, don't touch this, that, but mentally selfish saying, I don't want you to have this because I don't have it. And I don't, I, I don't like that. I don't like that part of raising kids. So if you, if your kid got Jordan's, I don't want your kid to have these Jordans. It's kind of like that, 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 what, what, what is that? Uh, Rick James on, on, on Eddie Murphy's couch. You know, fuck your couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nigga, like, I got a nice white couch, nigga, and you just have muddy shoes on, and you're like, nigga, fuck my couch. That's the, that's the mentality that I'm starting to see. And a lot of it is. So, so it's just pure hate oh. for just because you got something and they don't have it. Or they have yeah. it and they don't want you to have it because if you don't have it, that makes them feel feel more special that mm. they got it. I mean, I couldn't say it any better. <laughs> I couldn't say it any better, bro. I'm I'm just gonna keep it all the way real with you and tell you in my heart and my gut, I'm seeing a lot of us, black folk, hating, right. hating. So, Fourth of July, family party. To you know, family party, family, you know, gathering, whatever. Right, right. You know, in the big park. Right. You know what I mean? And um I'm not gonna lie, the family's barbecue was was slapping. Yeah, it was lit. It was lit. It was lit. Yeah. But 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 the next door people right. wanted to play their music just a little louder. Okay. You know. Wanted to uh try to up us. Oh. So our natural instinct was to let me just go ahead and turn on this music even louder. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, fuck, I'm feeding into it. We're going to have a music war right now. You know what? Fuck it. On I'm go ahead. I don't want you to think your music is better than mine. You know what? Fuck your music. Yeah, right. That mentality ain't cool. You know what I mean? We should have just knocked on the door. It's like, yeah, why don't y'all come over here and enjoy this real black man barbecue? You know what I mean? Why don't y'all come over here and, 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 and indulge in this barbecue? You get what I'm saying? Right, Instead right. of being a mental hater. So I was engaging in that. I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not perfect, but what I will say is, I'm on this platform to so, kind so of the talk about. Was a, the, basically, the neighbor got tired of the music, 
and and thought, let me turn my music up to let yeah. them know that I hear yeah. their music. Yeah, you know, we we used to call that, you know, you know this, when we used to back in the day, we used to call this bitch assness. <laughs> That's a little bitch assness, right? Instead there. of just coming over saying, "Hey, hey, man, you know, hey, could you turn your music down?" So, can, can you, turn you know, your music can down? I so I can hear my music over here, and All we right. could just enjoy each other's music. And but you know, what you would you would have done. I would have looked at the clock and been like, "It ain't ten o'clock yet." Yeah, I, I would have said something to him. I ain't gonna lie. It just but it just depends on how we came at me. You know what I mean? So, at the end of the day, I'm a man, so I'm going to protect what's mine. Right? I'm very protective. But what I will say is, if you come correct. And show some type of intelligence and not that nigga shit. Like I look, there's a difference between black folks and niggas. And like I can I can live next door to black folks. I could be at a park with black folks. I could be at the water with black folks. We could be in the museums. We could be at clubs. We can be at uh, art galleries. But I can't be in none of those with no niggas. Because one thing niggas are, niggas are ignorant. Those are the ones who's fuck your couch, uh, step on your car, uh, get on the hood of your car, and get hyphy on your shit. And, and mind you, I'm a hood cat, right? So let's let's not let's not. I'm not trying to at all, you know, take myself away. I mean, some of that's coming with age from the hood too. cat. Yeah, yeah. I'm a grown man, but at the end you of the know. day, bro, like, I I ain't never been a cat to just disrespect somebody's shit. Now, when you was younger, man, you just didn't walk through the walk across the grass instead of just going to the corner, hitting the sidewalk. Well, yeah, that was something different. I'm you, talking about. I mean, I'm talking about at the at the essence of it. That's disrespect. You just you know yeah, what? but I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. You know, so get your grass. Man, I'm from the scope, man. Hey, there wasn't no grass. Like, you, but we but we you cut your grass. It looking all nice <laughs> and stuff. You got flowers here. Forget your grass. I'm gonna just walk through instead of hit the corner uh, and go around. I mean, that's that's where it uh, starts, kind of right. Uh, you know, just the mentality that you got something that's that you worked hard for. It's looking nice, mm. and and forget it. Fuck it. I, I I don't know, man. I I it's hard for me. So let let me get into this spill. I was thinking we need to start working together on these fronts. We need to create our own financial wealth for our kids, and the only way to do that is not to rely on them to help us. We have to take care of our communities. Us men. Men need to stand up, and I and, and, and I'm not excluding women, right? Let, let me not just say that because I'm I'm not excluding women, but I'm just saying I'm. This is a call for men right now at this point. Black brothers, black men, we need to get more educated, and we need to get educated on the game because there's nothing but a game being played. As you can see with this USC scandal and this college scandals, degrees don't mean shit. Because motherfuckers are getting in school that was dumb as a fucking doornail and getting full fucking rides and, and degrees paid up out. I mean, you know, we just had that, what is it, that big old scandal where uh, she might go to jail. But the husband and the wife, they had that whole network of fake fake uh, school applications and qualifying for colleges and stuff. See, I didn't you even know, see that, man. The, the daughter was on a yacht most of the time. She was on a yacht out there. She was going to, was it USC or USL, US, UCLA? Yeah. You know, it, it was a big old network. A lot of these actors, uh, these actresses and actors, they kids, they get into these schools because they pay yeah. for it. You know what? It was Full yeah. House. The yeah. Full House daughter. Yeah, they the, paid the, for that, that. that. girl, yeah, okay. I, I, didn't okay, I did school. hear about it. I did hear you about know. it. But, you know, this is what I'm saying. We need to get better at using each other. Like, like, like. Uh-huh. This, this is one of my biggest pet peeves. When we watch the recruiting for college football, basketball, all black athletes, big time five star, four star, three star players, to so say, you know what, we going to all the HBCUs. Well, every single home. They, let me, let me. They let will me. tell you that um, there was a big documentary that I seen. Maybe like, I don't know, maybe like seven years ago. That part of the demise uh, in low enrollment in those schools was because of these colleges now, you know, having black stars mm-hmm. play at their school. Mm-hmm. It used to be, and mainly um, when I watched the documentary, they were talking about basketball. Um, it used to be in New York, a big old thing where the top HBC school would play one of the other colleges and it would sell out, mm-hmm. <laughs> sell out that garden there. Yeah. And 
you know, then all of a sudden an integration and taking taking more black students in to their school sports programs, mm. then it started to take away from the HBCU. Mm. So, you know, that that is a direct effect of that too. Yeah, it, it is. And and I can see how, right? They're they're advertising their their product, you know what I mean, and they're delivering. We as black folks, and I'm just saying, I'm going to point this out. If we had our athletes go to our school, the money will go to our schools. If the education are in our schools, the funding, the money, we will have more lawyers, doctors, and presidents of the United States. We have an obligation, right? So it starts at home. Let's start at home. If you don't go to college, all right. That's all right. That doesn't mean you're, ed- you're not educated. That doesn't mean that you're a dumb person. That just means you have a different path in life in order to be successful. It just, it just means you made a dumb decision. Now it's playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I, I'm just keeping it. I'm just keeping it gut. So, so this is the deal. If you don't have an education, let's get you a trade. Let, let, let's find out what you can do. And even if you can't, if you're just going to be an employee, let's be an employee of the brother that owns his business, right? Because I know that if we control our money in our communities, we will be the richest financial uh, a group of minorities there is. We, we spend the most money. There, there, there are several like foreigners, and I don't even like to say foreigners, right? But several foreigners come to this country to make money off our back. Like we got Asian stores and they selling all the wave caps. They selling all the white tees in the, in the, in the, in the air force ones. And then you got the Indians at the gas station when we pull in. And then you got the Mexicans in all the bros communities in, in New York and East coast is Italians. So all, all, all I'm saying is we have to do a better job at protecting our community. That should be, we shouldn't fuck with that shit. And I'm not saying tomorrow just fucking all. No, what we do is we build from in. We start opening up community centers, clubs, even if it's see, small, see, out of the garage. But I got I got a little something to say about that, man. Go ahead, let me hear you. I feel just a little, you know, slightly different on it. Um, you know, one one thing I try to take out of my vocabulary or statements is those bros do this, we do that. Because when we teach, when we say it, we're actually teaching it. So if you say that, hey, bros don't own these things and bros don't do that, then those stereotypes that you just state, stated, you're actually continuing and teaching. There's, there, we have a homie that, you know, I met through you. Um, I have major respect for him, major respect for him. Uh, he's owned his own business businesses since in high school uh he had a 99 cent store he had you know a print shop he had um a recycling business he had a trucking business um he's done all this but the thing is he doesn't have a writing on the door will you know hey a brother owns that and i think that we own more things than people give us credit for Mm-hmm. And so we always feel like we're behind in all actuality that we are doing stuff out here. We're doing it. It's just that in at the door, it doesn't say, hey, this is black owned. This this is where you need. And then on top of that, a lot of times when it is black owned, are we really supporting it when they know it's black owned? Now, a place can make a mistake that's not black owned. They talk about it. But as soon as it is black owned, oh, and they make a mistake you see that social media and all the hate begin. So, you know, are we supporting the black owned businesses that are out there right now to continue what you were saying? I mean, I, I, I think we are. And, and I think we are in, in a certain capacity. So let, let me, let me explain that. What I'm saying to you is, is that there is a stigma of black business. That stigma is, Black is unprofessional. Like, oh, they just, you know, it's not really, it's not really professional. 
Um, you know, oh, I don't want to be there because customer service ain't going to be cool. Oh, black people. You know, the white man's ice is always colder. And what I mean by that is they always feel like if I have a T-Mobile store, if I own a T-Mobile store and they know it's black home, they're going to treat it like a nigga store. See, that's the point I'm making. Are we really supporting it? Yeah, but and, and, and we can have one right next door to white man. They're going there buttercup top. Oh, man, this is so much better over here. It's because we're programmed to be in a box like a like a like a rat. It's it, it's like it's like we don't we don't. We, I'm, we I'm gonna play devil advocate right now, please, because I'm, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm I'm just beginning. All right, because I'm quite sure, you know. Uh, you have been in a black-owned business or restaurant or something as such may, and the service was horrible, and the floor did not and was not clean, and the fly not only buzzed by, but actually landed on your plate of food like it was used to landing on your food, like it was nothing, like it knows the taste. So uh, it, it's a twofold thing. Not only do we have to treat the business like any other business and respect it like any other business, but that business owner needs to treat his customers the same way with that same respect and, and put out a good product. And I agree. I mean, I, I, I'm, a, I'm not going to lie. You know what bothers me? Like this is a spot in, in, in Sacramento is called JJ's. <laughs> like, you know, you, you go in there, you know, it's a fish spot. So I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to see, uh, Mama Bertha in the back. Nah. It's Mexicans and Indians working here. Deep frying fish. And it's a line of niggas outside. Yeah, yeah. Man, this pisses me off. Why, why, does, why does that piss you off? And the reason why it pisses me off because they put it right in our community because they know that we're going to lick our fingers on the way out. All right. So we're not going to educate ourselves and say, you know what? Let's create our own place. How many times? There's there's so many barbecue spots I've seen go out of business. There's so many. I mean, I'm talking about bros owning this. We're not supporting them. Are we not supporting them or they have bad management? Like to me, there's there's multiple things that could happen. And I'm not saying the not supporting, you know, is not there. But what I can tell you, though, is, you know, we can have a great idea without the knowing how to implement that idea. You know, we're just going off of what we think. And we did we study? Did we, did we send a person to school for business and they come back and help us with this with this restaurant? Or did we just open it up? Oh, we need this amount of money down. We grab that money and we go from there. And mm. I'm not saying that the drive ain't there, but sometimes that educated know-how mm. is not there. Mm. Like you, you might want to send one of your kids to school for business. And when he says, hey, pops. We need to do this. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Just taste the barbecue. Mm. That barbecue alone is going to bring them in there. Well, you mm. know, no, there's six barbecue shops on the same block. Mm. Pops, you might want to advertise a little different. So this, this, is what, this is what I vow to do. And this is small. This is what I individually vow to do. I have a website, rawanduncutpodcast.com. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to have an area on there that I dedicate to all the black businesses that I know of. And I'm going to make sure that they got links to websites and telephone numbers. Are you, are you going to make sure that it's like a up to par business? Yeah, and, and I'm going to put reviews under. I mean, <laughs> if it's a one star, I'm going to say, hey, you might want you, you might want to go in there with your pistol. You know what I mean? But but if it's a five star joint, then we need to make sure we support these people. I'm going to be yelling it loud. Hey, and, and you know what? And I will say this: like we, we all know the disparity when it comes to loans and things like that. When it comes to the bank and restaurants mm. and different businesses, you start and all you know the disparity of getting mm. the support and the the um, ac- academic, not academic. Man, my mind went blank. Oh, financial. My I'm talking about the financial support. Okay, um, from different people, and we all know that. But it doesn't take financial support to keep your restaurant or your business clean. Mm. It doesn't take financial support to hire people with good customer service. Mm. It doesn't take financial support to actually put the product out with some pride and not Mm. just shove it out to make that money. That, to me, is where we also need to look at. Not excusing people that don't support, but be support worthy. 
And I'm not talking to a higher standard. And I think that's sometimes the issue that, you know, we feel like black folks, they go into a, a something that's owned by black individuals and they rate it higher mm-hmm. than somewhere else. Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, it got to be super perfect and all this. Is, no, I'm not talking about super perfect. Yeah. I'm just talking about, yo, give me the respect of a customer. Mm. So let, let me let me let me go back here because I was just reminded of this and I thought there was this was a great point in the beginning uh, when we we're talking about starting from home. And, and, and it definitely does that. But let me reach even further. In the 60s and 70s, and before that, our black churches was more involved in the community. And I think the, the fall of that has affected us greatly. Crabs in the buckets, churches to churches. It's three, four churches on the block now. Everybody want everybody got their own beliefs now all of a sudden. Now, all of a sudden we ain't Christian ain't Christian. It's all type I, of I don't like that preacher. You know what I mean? Oh ATM in the and you got an ATM in the in the lobby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I get it. But at the end of the day, these are the resources that we use to start the civil rights movement. These are the re- civil these are the resources we use in order to get some of our greatest black like our black leaders of this country well, come get, from the churches. Well, we got to understand that was one of the safest places to gather. So I don't so know. They were blowing us up, bro. They were blowing us up in them 60s I'm, and 70s. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying that everyone. Like, I ain't going to never put Yeah, man, always, the Mississippis and them. Where, where, did you, where did we gather the most? Yeah. Where a lot of us gather that. So if you wanted to speak to everybody but, all at once. But but, but what, what, what turned me off about church, and I, and I ain't saying this is all church. But I, I get on with church every now and then. But it's almost like Def Comedy Jam when you get in there. The, the pastors, too, who's the most funniest? Who Like, I'm here to hear the word. I ain't here to hear about, oh, you guys was out all last night. But you should have been in here instead of going to the club. I mean, and then everybody wants to chuckle and laugh. And then he gets a sense of what kind of crowd he got. It, 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 it is, look, let's talk about some things, brother that can change this community. Let's talk about some things that can uplift this community because we've been beaten down. I am so tired of us letting pastors off the hook. They have been let off the hook for many years. And it is time for us to put them on blast. I think I'm going to have a a podcast dedicated to all church. And all we're going to talk about is good and bad of all church. I am so tired. You know what I mean? First of all, people don't even know, but the biggest corporations in the world are churches. It's religion. Nothing else. Any product to make you feel good is going to sell a whole bunch. Yeah, and and, and I want to tell you, the old Pimp Daddy uh, TD Dakes, Pimp Pimpster, pimping with the books, pimping with it all. And, and, And if you're looking at his lifestyle, and the people that's crawling up in there just to give a dime, a tenth, what is it, a 10% of your, in, your, your earnings? But people don't know it's the seventh of your time. It's either or. You don't have to always give money. You can come in here and work. It's amazing how they have so much emphasis on the money. They pass the plate around about five times. But then, well, you know. I, I'm not gonna say the pastor's name out here locally. The, the lights, the but he lights said, "Oh, I need to, I need to get back to my wife on time." So he needed a private jet. <laughs> I needed to get back to my wife <laughs> and my and my congregate congregation. When I travel, I need to get back. Yeah, hey, you know, ain't that a pimp move? And we allow that to happen in our community, just like these Asians come in. We got toxic black folks in our community that we're allowing to pimp us. We need to stand up as men. This is where I say us men need to get together. So we need to start clubs. You know me and you working to, to get this education thing going for yeah, this yeah. after school program and all this game, right? So we're going to have financial literacy courses for these kids. We're going to have woman empowerment courses for these kids. We're going to have gentlemen clubs. We're going to have institutions to come in and talk to these kids on how to get this game. We're, we're going to do our part. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring so many positive brothers around so we can create a network and we can be a strong unit to, to with this blueprint and program to bring it city to city. 
Okay, so let's. And it let's, don't even need to be in the hood all the time. Let's we start, always think we need to bring something in the hood. Let's start. Let's start with the bases. The base of what needs to be done. Right, solution base. I, I like I like to talk. All right, solution base, and, and I'm gonna talk individual. All right, I'm gonna talk individual. You lead this one because I got it. Because you know I'm, I, I can I'm, roll. I'm, okay. I'm gonna talk individual right. on this one. Individually, and you mentioned it, where this bro said, "I need a network of individuals that's going to help me succeed." I read this book. I don't know the name of the book. I forget the author of the book, um, but the contents I did. There was four brothers from New York. And they're all doctors. And I think I gave you a copy of the books. I think I bought like two, three of the books. And they all pushed each other to become doctors. All of them had a background that said you ain't going to survive to be 25. However, they did because they chose their friends and chose their goals correctly. Mm. And I think it starts individually and we have to start teaching our youth to choose your friends wisely and set their goals and to go from there. And if you don't have positive people around, then there's no need to have them around. Mm. I think that's the start where they can open their minds to really take full advantage of any other opportunities they got. Because if they're negative and they got negative people around, they will always downplay whatever they're doing positive. Crabs in a bucket, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the name of this show is gonna be called Crabs in a Bucket. Crabs <laughs> in a bucket. But I hate saying it. I hate I hate teaching yeah. stereotypes because because you can say it to teach something, but at the same time, somebody else is listening and agreeing and saying, "Yeah, you're right. People are crabs in the bucket." Man, I tell you, man, we got a long, long, long way to go. But I, I I'm not saying it like we're far. We're, we we've been we we get a lot better. This community is getting a lot better, and I and I and I really believe with with strong black men in our communities, we're going to be able to, to turn this thing around. So let, well, let me because let well, we about to get on these sisters in a minute. Okay, let me let me just we, the sisters in there. I'm about, oh we about to get on these sisters before in a we go there. I just want to say this though, and and I really 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 want to say this because this is lining up completely on how I feel. I don't disagree with you. However, I feel like we don't know how many businesses out there which are owned by bros, which would encourage the next one. Have you ever subscribed to the Black Enterprise magazine? Uh, no. Oh, I see. I haven't subscribed to it, but I actually, I've, I've grabbed several magazines. Okay. I, I subscribed to the Black Inter- Enterprise several times uh, on new locations where I moved to. But either way, they always have a listing of black businesses. Um, some are technical. Some are uh, real estate, financial companies, different things. And it will surprise you the numbers and where they are at. And how many people have different businesses? Mm -hmm. One thing that I will tell you is that when you go to an Asian store, what makes you think that it's an Asian business? Because they got their kids running around. (laughs) 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 Motherfuckers be having their kids all over the place. Hey, hey, teaching their their kids how to work. Mm -hmm. Teaching them them how to take from us also. (laughs) Treat us like shit in our own community. They got to raise. But, I mean, for real, what, what makes you think that's an Asian business? Um, the Asian writing on top of the store too. Exactly. Yeah. When you go, when you go in, in the Spanish community, or you go, yeah, you see it and, all. And there you go. The, every every city has little China, or you know, uh, some sort of writing and stuff that lets you know, hey, this is owned by. But where is our writing that says, hey, this is owned by Bros? I, I think there's a stereotype behind that. Remember back yeah. in the day in the nineties, they used to have they used to have a thing called black owned. You remember, right. you remember them shirts and all. Then they used to have posters up in the window and all that. Like I remember because you know I was I was what do they call that woke now? You was woke. Well, <laughs> I don't even like that because that narrative is. I mean, this yeah. just the woke part. That 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 doesn't even make okay. Whatever. But 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 like I said, I was I was woke. Like then, like you know, what I mean, like I was really trying to support my brothers and sisters. Right. And so I still, if you don't see that do. no more, you assume that it's not a black owned business. Just like our homie with with the ninety nine cent store. 
there was black folks that worked there. But there was everything that worked there. You wouldn't have known who owned the business. I didn't know who owned that 99 cent store. Yeah, you Until right. he said, hey, that's my store. So, you know, we're in businesses. We own stuff. We do a lot of things besides just cook, and cook some chicken and all those yeah, things. Yeah, for real. And, we need to cook more we're, chicken. We're, we're we, in a these, lot these, of things. They got Asian cooking chicken. Hey, hey, we're in a lot of things. It's just that there is no writing or no nobody saying, hey, this is black owned. And they shouldn't have to say that. I agree. But it would be nice to hear because that would encourage and stop some of the stereotypes that we don't own nothing. Young folks, we own a lot of stuff. I want to say that. We own a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. We do a lot of things. We learn. We grow. You guys need to step it up. And I'm, I'm loving the young folks these days because, you know, they got all the technology to do a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and I, and I want to give a shout out to the, to the youngsters. Man, they, they, doing, they doing their thing. But I will say this. Let me, let me just point this out. The number, my pet peeve right now. Stop putting the money to your motherfucking ear like a phone. That is that okay okay, that is showing everybody around you that you live by the creed. That's not what you should live for. You shouldn't. I hate it, and just what it represents as us in the community, as if I need to show my wealth. You don't need to show your wealth. You need to show your success, and the way you do that is giving to others to be successful. So the, the knowledge best. that you, the knowledge that you carry is more is it can go further than that 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 instant gratification of that money that is short term money right there. But you just wealth the jewel though. See what they feel is success and wealth ain't nothing but dollars. I know that's and they don't and, and, and not understanding right that that ain't really success and wealth. You can front all day long with a stack in your hand and go to a club and. Choo, 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 Make it fly and make it rain, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh man, he balling! Yeah. He balling!" Now, how many times can you do that? And if you can do that a whole bunch of times, and I see you doing it a whole bunch of times, I'm thinking you're an idiot. Mm. Let me let me let me, <laughs> let me you need to take that money and invest in something else yeah. and and grow it even more because you're gonna have kids, you're gonna have a family, you're gonna have a legacy that you're gonna want to provide for. But that's but that's what success is for me. So like success for me is a for as a man. And I can only speak for a man, right? But as a man, you raising your kids, taking care of your kids, your your wife or whoever you with, you can't you you working hard. You're providing for everyone, not only money, but the choices they make. You're leading the family. You're leading them for to be successful. You're raising your kids to be independent, grown ups that's gonna be productive citizens first, and also individual thinkers when they get older. In order for them to create wealth. Like dad may not be able to create wealth. Dad sacrificed his whole life to take care of his wife and kids to give you everything you got. It is your duty to get out there and build wealth for this legacy that he created. And he may have been done wrong. Like I ain't gonna lie, pop, my pop. Man, you know, we coming together now, man, but he had a tough life. 15 years old, on his own. 14 years old, on his own, in the streets. Like, in the streets of San Francisco. From Texas, out there, farm boy, wrestling pigs and all that. Moved to San Francisco for, uh, uh, you know, to try to get, you know, a better opportunities. Kicked out, 15. Told me he's been going through some things uh, uh, in his life. On the street, moving weight, doing crazy stuff to, to survive. Like, he's been through a lot. Sleeping on park benches in, in, in Golden Gate Park. Like, he, he he's telling me this. And the whole thing is, he's always told me he always wanted more for his kids than he wanted for himself. I think and, that's a... Yeah, and that's that's a normal thing, right? But this is what it is for him, right? This is what he said to me. He said, I put my life on the line for you guys, and this is what I did. He said, I knew that I had to either go to the military, because he said that's what it was back then. Right. Or, you know, I had to work for the white man the rest of my life. And he said, I didn't care. I knew I had to feed you guys because I've been hungry before in parks and begging for money. And he said, I never wanted that for you guys. So he went to the military, came back. My dad was always an entrepreneur. The motherfucker would sell 
cold water on a hot day. Like he's selling it. Like this is what he is. Like right, this is what he is. And he always told me, men don't retire. Now, 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 yeah, we we may we may retire a little bit. Meaning, yeah, we may retire paperwork wise, but we never stop working. We got to create for our families. He's always giving me the game. The game is find out how they do it, create your own niche, and do it your motherfucking self. And only when you do it, you keep it professional, you do it your way, and you will be successful. I don't give a fuck what it is. Learn it, get better at it, and share the game when you get it. That's who I am. Yeah, my, my, my word for that is just do it with pride. Do it with pride, with something that you can represent yourself. Do it, do it with some, some, some pride. Let me, let me switch gears, man. I want to talk about the women. We've been on the, the men for 40 minutes. I'm going to yeah, keep we, we that. We're going to have to go for it. Uh, uh, we're going to have to part two on this. Uh, yeah, we're going to have part two, but I'm, I'm going to have to start off. You can't off. dissect this in one show. Nah, I'm going to start off with this one, though. All right, go ahead. Independence mm, is a lot of a lot of ladies just stop listening right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably cool when we yeah. talk about like you yeah, know all these all these niggas. Oh, here yeah, we you go. Right. That's what it Always is. Always blaming us for something. Yeah, you know we. But, but I'm a, I'm gonna start off with this, and I know it's gonna be. Uh, I'm gonna get several emails. Hey, I always hey, get hey, emails. Hey, hey, before we go there, we let's make sure we take a note on this because. I just thought, like, you know, we need to have one. We start jotting down. We always talk about, you know, difference between man and male. And, uh, you know, there's this book by Naeem Akbar. Oh, it's, it's, that's it's the one named, you gave me. Yeah, I gave you yeah, that I book, man. It, it's it, it's, it's visions, visions of a Black Man. Yes, good book. You may not agree with everything he writes in the book, but one of the things he definitely writes that I agree with is there's a difference between a man and a male. And a, and a, and a male is still holding on to the childish behavior and childish ways mm. and i think we need to have a show where we start to dissect the characteristics of a man mm. and, and what that exactly means to us i know our viewpoints might not be the same as everybody else but i'll tell you you might learn something if you're just listening the characteristics of a true man so uh we need to break that down man i'm, I'm gonna have to remember that it just made me think of it right now we was talking about that, and so let's go on. Let's get on this woman now. I'm ready. Let's go. So let me, I'm let me start, and I'm and I'm on this because it's gonna be a part two to this because I, I it got to be a part two. Part well, one, part two. Yeah, yeah. So what I will say to this is, is that what's killing our community is independent women, and let me tell you how. Let me tell you how because this this is this is gonna be. You know, women are talking shit. I'm gonna get emails on this. Yeah. Hey, hey, so, hey, hey, say that again though, because let me. So, so what's killing the first our time I heard that? What's killing I, I our community? Sure. What's killing our community? What's killing our community is ended, independent women. Independent now, women. it's okay to be independent by yourself. But what is that really? Because I don't know what. Independent so, so let me break it down to you. There is a lot of women who believe they don't need us for a motherfucking thing. <laughs> like 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 that's cool right you don't need us for my, then why be with us right you're tearing up our daughters i want you to look at every other community are they talking about independence or white women out talking about independence or asian women oh you know goddamn well asian women don't say a motherfucking thing <laughs> me, me, mexicans indians puerto ricans Latins, anybody? Do they? It's black women, my sisters, my golden women, best women on the planet. Yeah. But for some reason, all the beautiful specimens that God created. Independent women are killing our community. And this is how. There's a certain level of arrogance when you say independent. You know, it just made me think that um, those independent women who have sons. I've been producing a lot of weak males yeah. that the independence yeah. women will look at mm -hmm. and say, they hey, ain't cool. this is why I need to be independent. Yeah, they ain't cool. Look at this weak dude. A man, a, a boy in your house to 28, 29 years old because he can't take care of himself. This is horrible. Like I, I, I'm just sitting here and I'm telling you, independent women are killing us. And let me, let me start off by saying, I'm going to break this down. Yeah, break it down. Okay. Break it down. So, as a man, 
when you're in a relationship with a woman, as a man, a real man, this is what they all say, real man, because I look down the social media thing, a real man, a real man. First of all, you don't know shit about a real motherfucking man because you don't know what what we go through. I can't say what a real woman is, so don't say this about me. So let me get this down. A real man is going to do everything possible to provide for his family physically, emotionally, and everywhere else possible we can. That is our natural progression in life. We are taught that as a young, young man. Some are. Some are. Even in the ones that don't, though, genetically, instinctively, we do things that we don't even know why we're doing them. Yeah. I was never taught. I don't know why I just jumped in front of that bullet. You know what I mean? You just told me. I'm going to take this bullet for you. <laughs> you just told me you and just you, as strong and, and, as me. And you got a problem with making me some dinner. What the fuck? Hey, hey, why is it that when, we, when women went into the work world, it started happening in the 60s and 70s. This is all a plan. You got to understand this. Our men was in the military. Most men was in the military, right? So when they're in the military, they're off. They don't make a lot of money. Women had to provide. The, the military wasn't built like it is now where all they got housing and women travel. And all. No, they, they had to come and they just come. And they so got now women, women is now in the workforce. And they just got to drop back off. All yeah, right, so now done. women's in the workforce. Men come back with problems emotionally. Women had to hold some things down. And yes, certain men came back with issues and situations. That's not all the time. Then it's drug addiction. There's just ignorant motherfucking men. But what they do is women are very good at putting things together. Like if you if you put something in front of a woman, they go they they can dissect it very quickly, handle it, and do it very well on a high fucking level. So if, once they got in the work world, all they say, oh, this is it. What the fuck do I need this motherfucker for? I, I, I'm, I'm not his motherfucking mate. But they don't know. No, you're not a mate. But what you're doing is you're doing your part of the household. Like, as a man, I'm not built like this. Like, there's a, like, <clears throat> I take a vacation from work. I'm the cat that can't sit on the couch long. Because I feel like as a man, I got to do something. So you know what? I'm going to clean my garage. I'm going to wash my cars. You know, let me check grandma out. Right, right. Son, let's go hoop. Right. Like, you know, this is it's just energy of a man that, that, that we just can't control. As a woman, it's a, you're a natural nurturer. You love things. You provide things for the family. But when you say independent, that word to me, Tells me you don't need a motherfucking thing that I provide. So these these sisters that complain about men going outside their race and talking, say, I ain't going to get into that. That's something different. But I'm going to say, that complain about all oh, they doing it. Know your position in a relationship. And they don't like that. They don't like to hear position, role, because I have a role. <laughs> I have a motherfucking role. Let me let me let me just get this off for you before you chime in. This is the biggest thing I always tell people. This is how you know women's position in a relationship and men's position in a relationship. If 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 all of my boys came over to my house and I and I, and, and, and and let's just say, okay, the one your woman was there. All your boys come over to the house, but the house is fucking filthy they ain't gonna look at you bruh they will a little bit but they gonna be like nigga your woman is nasty than a motherfucker why is this house looking like this right but as a man if they if, if her homegirls if you on the couch playing playstation and your their homegirls came over and see a three day note they just came back from brunch mimosa brunch and they walked in that door and they see the three-day eviction notice on that motherfucking door and this nigga's on there playing PlayStation. They ain't gonna say nothing to her. They ain't gonna say, what time nigga is you, what, what, who you, what is he doing? But at the end of the day, when you say independent, that means I got it all. And if you got it all, then damn it, we don't need you. You don't need us. 
You're killing the dynamics. How many men are saying, oh, I'm independent. I'm an independent man. <laughs> we don't need to do that. I'm an independent man. We don't need to do that because we don't need to flex on that. That's something that we can do on our own. Women are creating a culture of separism. Straight up. Separism. Separism. Hey, hey, let's hey, let's go and look it up. Separism. No, no, that's in the Urban Dictionary. Urban di- separism. The early, if it's in the Urban Dictionary, it, it matters. Girl, it you are creating a separism between us. But dig it. But dig it what I'm saying, though. No, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And I, you know... You know, for the majority of your statements, I agree. Uh, for the majority of your statements, um, I will tell you this, that the more males that are created and not men, uh, there's going to be a more rise in independent women. Uh, just like you said, the, the dude that doesn't get up and do anything and she has to do it because out of necessity I can quite, I'm quite sure she'll sit there and be like, why the hell I'm even with him? Um, I tend to think that it's the choices that you made that you were with him. Like a lot of times you ignore choices that you make and, and things you saw, and now you would a male and not a man. Now mm. that has its effect mm. on a woman. And when she goes out there and makes statements that I'm the breadwinner, I'm the independent one. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. So, I will tell you this. I think that at some point, the value of what the woman did in the household was not appreciated and they felt unimportant. Is that what is, 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 is I, 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 I can see where you're going. They didn't feel appreciated. Um, and then, like you said, they hit the workforce. And they realized the different things they could do, and they no longer valued mm. taking care of the household anymore. Mm. You know, women are dying, dying earlier now than they used to be because they're in the yeah. workforce like that. Yeah, and also too, men are dying more. before the women. They because, stress more because they kill us. But uh, that's a different. They, they nah. definitely kill us. But no, I'm just stress us the f out. I, they they value. Can you just make a nigga a sandwich? They value something different now. They don't value the household looking clean. They don't value mm. how they take care of the kids and the nurturing aspect. Just think about it. When you're sitting there mm. and you're talking about a woman and how, how great she cooks mm. or how great her house is clean and things like that, there'll be a lot of women that be like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Now you talk about what car she drives, mm. what purse she has, what she does for a living. Ooh, ooh, she balling. Like, I don't know but, this Birkin bag uh, song that like this woman in, this ratchet chick everybody dancing to, some some booking bag, and I'm like, if you're a man, you listen to this song. It's horrible. I never heard the song, so I don't even know what you're. Oh, it's, you're it's horrible, about. bro. So it's, we're gonna talk about that song. But go ahead, man. That value is off. Like to me, why? Yes, yes, I, and I'm saying this, I. This is me. This is my opinion. This is ain't no come. I want my woman to work. Yeah, I, I want, want her to understand. I want her to work too going to work and coming home and then the way this economy is mm-hmm. that it, the things we want, we need to work to get together. Let's get it. However, there are still some things that need to be taken care of. Just like there's still some things that need to be taken care of. And, and you know what? One thing my pet peeve is I hate, you know, I know you mentioned the pet peeve and I hate this man. I really do. When we're around discussions and groups, I am this way, no matter where I'm at. And you, you, you can attest to that, you know, cause I get eyes rolled at me and certain things because I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Yeah, I'm a gorilla. This is how I feel. Don't tell me to do something that you do. How come every now and then you can't do it? Well, how come every what now you and mean? then? Like, like take a trash yeah, bag? How come, oh, no, no, no. I'll take the trash out. out. You don't touch trash. No, 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 I'll no. no. I mean, out. I know. And I agree that, but, but I'm saying what you mean? Like, like share, like share watching dishes. Yeah. Yeah. How come, well, you know what? I have no problem every now and then you need to pay the mortgage then mm. how about every december you pay mortgage mm-hmm. or every other year you get the car registration mm-hmm. or, 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 or just go get this oil change every other month why don't you cut the grass mm-hmm. or or you know what your independence when you hear that big bang outside 
Yeah. And somebody at the run door, one thirty at at night. Go and run outside. And you look at me. How would you feel if I just rode over and act like I was asleep? And you know somebody out there. Mm-hmm. You you. So hey, now you're the protector. The now you're the protector, and that's mm-hmm. something they don't qualify. They don't qualify so, the security. So when we go to when we go to Ruth, when we go to Ruth's Chris, and, and that bill come, I need you to I, I need you to slide over and, and get. Well, that some bill. of them could get it because they they go to work. Yeah, but 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 that, that, that doesn't impress them. And I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I, I almost feel funny about that. I, I don't really like. I don't, I don't really. It's it's hard for me sometimes. But like, if you my woman, oh yeah, we 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 got all get this. We get we getting this bill. You know what I mean? Like this is our money. I would tell but you like, this. Like like we not in a relationship. Then you know I got it. I'm I'm bringing you. I ain't tripping. Okay, I'll tell you this. There's a lot of women. Because I'm trying to court you. You know what I mean? But 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 in this courting period. Doesn't mean that you're not supposed to step hey, up in there. I'm gonna tell you this: there's, there's a lot of women that can get that bill. Oh, a yeah. lot of women out oh, there yeah. getting it. Entrepreneurs they got that Birkin doing bag. Own, hey, get the Birkin and, bag and power up, power up more bigs to you. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if you're in a relationship, you know there's definitely gonna be some things. There's definitely gonna be some things that you still have to do on the nurturing side. I definitely agree with that. I, I definitely agree in general. Um, I agree. I agree in general that nurturing needs to step up in our community. Let, let, let's be real. Let's be real about our communities now. Uh-oh. How this, many, how many, this, is, this is both, by the way. So uh, not just on the women. And that was very short. Well, but, but because uh, that, because know. we got to have women on the show next time. Yeah, yeah. So in order can, in order to communicate in regards yeah, to that. Yeah. So, so I'm going to say so my they piece. they can tell us how wrong we are. Oh, you know. We're going to hear all you the bullshit. You wrong. You're going to hear all the bullshit. You are wrong. But look, in general, then we're going to wrap this up. But You know what? Before, we, before you say the in general, mm-hmm. I, I just want to say every time we have some women on the show, now I, I will tell you this. It's kind of funny how we can have six women on the show and they have six different opinions about certain things, yeah. but you can have six men and the majority of them going to feel the same way. Now, we need to address that on one of these shows. Yeah, and, 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 and a lot of it is not being consistent. And they're all raised different, but they all have, they all have their way of trying to do what they want to do. Basically, uh, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, they, 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 at the end of the day, they, their narrative is to make sure they're taken care of. Just selfish by nature. Yeah, just they remember they gave they remember they gave us the apple to kill us off. Like, they, yeah, they killed us off from the jump. Scandoches. You know, what's so crazy. They're nurturing and selfish all at the same time. How? Just confusing. Just confusing. <laughs> just confusing. Hey, hey, this is Akeem. Um, I really, I really want to say this, man. My last episode did some serious numbers, according to iHeartRadio. Okay, speak about it. And, 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 and I want to give a shout out to all my followers, all those people that support me um, in regards to this. You know, shout out to you. And I, I'm, I'm on a show just, just talking off the head and how I feel. And, and some of you guys really, really have been filling the podcast. And you guys have really been, you know, just, just looking for me, uh, following me, sharing my stuff. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. I appreciate it. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, I really do. From, 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 a, from OG to a, to, to the young G's. I appreciate it. Well, you know, that's 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 very excellent, and I would encourage them to continue to go ahead and speak, go ahead and talk, go ahead and send the emails and the tweets and whatever it is. Uh, this is Jay Roman. I don't have none of that stuff. I don't have a social media following. If you yeah, feel you like going, I should you, get one, to. if you feel like I should get one, go ahead and contact me through a King stuff. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so straight up, shout out to everybody to follow us. Hey, this is our King Ron Uncut, and I appreciate you. We out. Around with him up in these streets Knowing that me and that nigga got beat
Then what I did was whack, but you don't get a nigga back like that. Now, yo, yo, I should just bark on you, burn your car on you. Cause I'm too much man to leave a mark on you Use a bird, you know that Giving that man 10 points like he about to blow that He probably did, you swallow his kids In and out of jail, he a snail, he wasn't wild on bitch In the summertime, I broke his jaw Had to do it to him quick, old fashioned in the back of the mall Me and him had minds forever Like I supposed to put him on when he came home and told on Trevor Had to bang on homie Ear blocks out and spots throwing him shots like nigga you know me Stop frontin' for them niggas out, side like you really ride and you a silly chick, thought you was really live But I guess I was wrong I'ma holla at dog and rip his head off Word